You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, everybody, what is going on? Matt Bovey here for an episode of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo, following the Bills' 25-20 loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars over in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Quite simply, this was a disastrous trip across the pond for the Bills because of the results, but also because of the injuries. We'll get to all that on this episode. We're going to keep this one a little bit brief. It'll just be me. Sal is on the plane right now traveling back to the United States. I'm spending an extra day here in the city, just going to do a little bit of sightseeing and whatnot. We apologize. No video aspect of the podcast this week. It's just going to be, or at least for this episode, it's going to be audio only. But thank you for checking us out. Hopefully you're feeling a little bit better after that game on Sunday because I know a lot of Bills fans very, very upset, as they should be, because quite frankly, the team just was flat for the first 50 minutes of the game. I mean, the Bills had just seven points offensively until there were four minutes left in the game, and it just did not feel like anything was clicking. And there are so many different reasons why that ultimately is. The question is, who deserves the blame? Because I think overall, the blanket blame for this game should be the offense. There were times when maybe you could have used one or two more stops from the defense, but given the injuries that they had and how well they played for most of the game, I don't really think they deserve any of this blame. I think the blame goes to the offense. So then the question becomes, okay, who's to blame on the offense? And for me, I think there's multiple people here, but I still think that if you're going to point the finger at anybody, it has to be the offensive play calling and the lack of urgency that they had early in this game. Now, maybe that's poor execution. Maybe I'm not seeing the things that Ken Dorsey is scheming up and saying, okay, that should have worked better, or Josh made the wrong play, or that drop negated that big momentum swing. Maybe that's all true. There were just too many times in the first half where it felt like the Bills didn't know what they were doing and that they had plays dialed up that had no chance of working. I think back to a couple specific plays of there was a second and one where they had just made a nice chunk play and you do like a sweep pitch to James Cook that becomes a negative six-yard loss. And all of a sudden you go from second and one to third and seven. And then on the next play, you throw a screen pass to Latavius Murray, who had no chance of getting to the first down. 
no chance whatsoever. Or the same thing with earlier in the game, where you try and hit Dalton Kincaid on the sideline, and he doesn't have enough room, and yeah, you could maybe make the argument like he should know where the sticks are, but why are you throwing it six yards short of the sticks to try and ultimately get a first down? It just felt like the offense was so discombobulated. It didn't look like they had their footing. And I think you have to probably give the Jags a little bit of credit, but at the same time, the Bills' offense is capable of putting up points against anybody. Look what they did in the last four minutes. They moved the ball down the field incredibly well and incredibly easy. I'm not saying you should have been able to see that the entire game, but you should have been able to see somewhere in the middle. And if you saw somewhere in the middle, then you ultimately are probably in the game at the end or at least have a chance. So I just feel like offensively, they took a step back, which is concerning. After a couple weeks of them kind of really starting to come into their own, I mean, last week, I don't think it's early, I don't think it's fair to say that this offense is now a problem or a major concern. They literally scored 48 points last week but maybe they're more inconsistent than we thought they would be and that's not good because you need to be a very consistently good offense especially now with the injuries your defense has had that you're going to need to be able to produce and we're going to have the big picture conversation in the last you know little segment of this episode about if the injuries are going to derail the season I don't think they're going to derail the season but I think all of the injuries put that much more pressure on the offense and I think week to week the game plan needs to be able to bend and adjust and I think the Bills need to be able to do different things against different teams you know my buddy Dan Fates over at 13 Wham in Rochester has talked a lot about the play action pass and when Josh Allen is under center, how much more effective they are. Well, Josh was not under center nearly as much as he had been the prior few weeks in this game. When he was, it worked. When he was not, it did not work. And I wonder what was the thought process behind that. I wonder what was the thought process behind James Cook getting the touches that he got even though there was no production happening whatsoever. I mean, he finished the day with negative five yards. I think it's negative five yards. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but whatever it was, it was not good. I mean, Josh Allen was the team's leading rusher with just 14 yards, which is inexcusable. I mean, I know that I have said on this podcast time and time again, I want them throwing the ball on every play. That's when they're they're most dynamic. But you got to be able to at least churn out a couple of runs. I mean, Damian Harris, like, where was he? You like Damian Harris. Why can't he get more cut? Why can't he get more touches? I'm not saying in the passing game, but if you're going to try and run the ball, why isn't he involved at some point? So, I don't know. I think that was an issue. Yeah, there was the one drop from Gabe Davis, and I know that has been a problem for Gabe in the past, but I also think Gabe Davis made a couple really nice plays in this game, and I think that kind of negates that out. I know you would like him to make all of those because the drop is certainly a catch that he would want back. And then we get to the interception, which is the deep ball to Diggs. Both of these things can be true. It does not have to be mutually exclusive. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The ball was a bit underthrown. If it was a little bit farther out in front of Diggs, either he catches it or it's an incomplete pass. So was it perfect? Certainly not. The other thing is, he did get his hands on it, and it was a 50-50 ball. And he himself, after the game, said, in those situations, I need to catch it or it needs to be an incomplete pass, and I want my quarterback throwing the ball there. So given the circumstances there, I mean, it was 3rd and 15. They had nothing going. They were trying to take a shot. I don't have any issue with Josh throwing that ball. Sure, you would have liked it a foot farther, two feet farther out, and then maybe Diggs is either able to make a crazy catch or at least it's an incomplete pass. But whatever. I don't think that that was one of the – I don't think that was the reason why they ultimately lost the game. So I just think overall the offense way too – the word that came up, Diggs says he didn't want to say the offense was lackadaisical, but he felt like they didn't have some urgency. He might not want to say that they were lackadaisical, but I am going to say that because I just do not know why it took them so long to finally kind of get into a little bit of a groove because we know they're capable of it. Last week they looked unstoppable. Against Miami, you were like, wow, this is the offense that we have been waiting for. Ken Dorsey was in his bag. They had some schemed-up plays last week. The touchdown to Gabe Davis to start the game. You know, the play from Diggs where they fake the handoff to Murray. He fakes the cut inside, shoots to the pylon. Allen hits him. Like, those are really good, well-thought-out plays. Didn't feel like they had a lot of that. Give the Jags their credit. Maybe they're a little bit better than we think they are. It's funny, we talked on the podcast before the season about how the Jags could be the number one seed in the AFC because their division isn't very good. Well, I think their division is a little bit better than maybe we were giving them credit for at the beginning of the year. And I also think the Jags, after starting slow against Houston, have kind of responded nicely. I don't think Atlanta's a slouch. I certainly don't think the Bills are a slouch. They hung tight with Kansas City. I think their defense is pretty legit, and I think they definitely have some nice weapons on offense. So and that's not this is not like a, a moral victory or anything like that. The Bills are a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl contender. They should be able to go and win these games, and they had the opportunities to do that in London, and they fell short because of their own mistakes. If they would have played their game, they would have won this game with ease. But they didn't, and now we have all of these questions about, is the offense good enough? Is Ken Dorsey the guy? Do they have enough weapons? What's going on? So, that's what I've got on the offense. I know it was not super pretty. I know it was a rough day. I expect them to bounce back. But I think if you're going to kind of point the finger at anybody, it's not Josh. I actually think he played pretty well. The offensive line, not as good as they've been, but still fine. The wide receivers, you know, Diggs was still Diggs. 
Davis has the drop. I guess where's everybody else? Hardy has the one deep shot. Like, where's Trent Shurfield? Why is he not involved? Where's Dalton Kincaid? You traded up to draft a first-round tight end. He was barely utilized. Same thing with Dawson Knox. So I think all of that kind of comes back to the play calling, comes back to the offensive coordinator. I am not saying, like, the Bills need to fire Ken Dorsey. That is ridiculous. But I think that they need to be better, and they are capable of being better, and that's the biggest reason why they lost this game to the Jags.